Listener Production. It's like a tradie posting a view of their construction site with the caption, Office for the Day, from wherever you are right now. It's Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Alex, that's one of the best things about doing this podcast, I think that you'll agree with me, is uh, chatting to you, the listener. We love, we literally love hearing (laughs) from you. No, not you. No. Well, you said my name at the start. And that, but you are absolutely correct. Uh, you, the listener, are the best part of this show for me. Yeah, absolutely. We love hearing the from host. you anytime you message us, anytime you, you know send emails or you know mm. say hi to us on the street. We absolutely love it. And we love hearing your stories, and we sort of even when like, they go to give you a high five and then pull their hand away, man. Oh, I call that guy a dog. Like I literally <laughs> yelled out, "You're a dog!" as he walked away. I was so angry. Anyways. But we love um, it. We feel like family, you know? Yep. Which is why it was so great to receive a message from Patrice from St. Clair. Oh, a long-time Alex listener. Dyson, you know, a long-time listener from way back in the day back. And uh, Patrice got in touch and said, Oi, my cousin Molly's in the new movie you're in. Oh. Christmas Ransom coming out on December 1st. You might have seen the trailer. But, Finally uh, saw the trailer come out, mate. Christmas, uh, yeah, Patrice's cousin's going to be in it. So, um, you know. We're feeling like the family extends, is what I'm saying. What sort of role is Patrice's cousin playing? I believe Molly plays my sister in a flashback. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. That's pretty good. So is it a role that, you know, is it a role a la your role of waiter back in the day where you've got one line and <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to nail it? Look, I mean, I'm, I, I, I'm a bit on screen more than Molly is, sure, but you got to start somewhere, you know? So uh, congratulations to Molly. No, but I'm, what a... I'm going towards is she didn't get fired from the show like you did in those sort of positions. Molly didn't. Molly managed to keep her job because she didn't go and get a schnitty at Hotel LA <laughs> on a bloody Tuesday <laughs> afternoon instead of turning up on set at time on time. So yeah, Molly's still in the show. All right, uh, good thank work. You very Can't much. wait. To, uh, it's an even bigger reason to see it now. But look, thank you so much for joining us here on All Day Breakfast. You are going to be getting your mind blown later on with a surprising fact which will be busting out for you. There's also a big question on our lips. I think wedding season, spring has sprung. People are getting married all over the place and it is costing us dollary dues. But how many? We want to ask you in a moment. This is All Day Breakfast. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Alex Dyson, it was great to see a whole bunch of uh, old friends and, you know, new friends. A couple of days ago at the uh, Ricochet Netball Tournament, which was run by a very good friend of ours, KLP, and shout out also to um, KLP's Ricochet business partner, Anna Fitzgerald, two uh, leading ladies of the Australian music industry who put together a bit of a charity netball tourney. Yeah, I'm pretty good at guessing people's netball bib as well. But let me guess, Matt, you're a goal attack. Well, I mean, I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. <laughs> Just give a shout out to a couple of the names. I mean, Danny Clayton was there hosting the event. Uh, you know, nice. Stu from Setmo playing a few beats. Uh, Dicko was there. I saw Dicko. Really? He didn't have a bib on. He said he, he wasn't Dicko, the win, it. classic win defense, old Dicko. <laughs> um, shout out to Bryce Mills, you know, Tandy yep. Phoenix, some artists, some people from behind the scenes, and our old mate, Ollie Wards. Now, oh. me. KLP, Veronica Milsom, who you know you might be familiar with from all working together on um, on a different radio station, and Ollie Wards being the head of that radio station at the time. Mm-hmm. 
all on the same team. And uh, it's Uh-oh. great to get just just to hit the, you know, the lino, whatever it is, the, the boards, the canvas. The court. Yeah, you know, stretch the calves, get the finger, the wrists going and shooting some hoops. <laughs> Ever go played a game of netball on canvas? <laughs> I don't, I don't know any. I wouldn't know what canvas even looks like if I if it hit me in the face. Is it the stuff you paint on? <laughs> that is a canvas. Yes. <laughs> What else? I think they use it in the stuff? boxing ring as well. Oh, okay. There you go. Well, whatever. Get Anyways. You know, and, and look, it's a charity netball tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, we're there to actually raise money. Earthboy, congratulations to him making the most money. Oh, wow. Well, here's the thing. Okay. So, you know, you're supposed to be, it's the spirit of the game. Sure. And you're playing along and you don't, you know, it doesn't matter if you win or lose, but really it does. All yep. right. Because you don't want to be a loser. <laughs> right, even if money, raising money is involved, even if it's for charity, whatever, I, mm-hmm. I still don't want to lose. Yeah, I still haven't go, gotten over the time when at um, Ability Fest we had the soccer match and you, you, your team won against my team. <laughs> exactly. And you in goal, I still have not gone over that. <laughs> and I dislocated my elbow that day as well. <laughs> oh, God, honestly, I mean, one of the worst days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Ollie Wards came up to me and said, "Look, I know this is all for play, but if you see me getting too aggressive, you have to give me a safe word because I, I'm." <laughs> Well, because because there's a real good my, chance. My housemate you know, went to a little FIFA tournament on the Xbox with him one time. <laughs> he threw the controller on the ground <laughs> and he got scored against. <laughs> Sorry, Wardsy. Well, Wardsy wasn't having the best day because look, in one of the Heat games, he was on fire. Him and Tandy Phoenix, he was shooting them from way back. It was all good. Okay, yep. the semi-final comes along, the knockout round, the big stuff. He steps up. Mm-hmm. Says no, I'll be putting on the goal shooter bib. Yeah, Thank you very, very much. big goal shooter energy. Wards. Doesn't have the height for it. Doesn't have the arms for it. Me, six foot three and a half. You think he? You think you want him to give me the shot? <laughs> no, no, no. He steps up. Right, that's fine. Three shots, absolute donuts. Right, <laughs> he wouldn't have gotten them into a dump truck if he if he had the chance. Yep. <laughs> it was terrible. Right, so much so that three minutes into the semi final. He puts his hand up, says, looks at me, I'm taking says, off my nah, bub. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> He's from New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he gives me the bib and I go on. Okay, now me and Tandy are on fire. I slot a few. I think about three. We get back to the really close score there. It's about four all at this stage, okay? And the end of Jeez, half that's time. A, that's a low scoring match. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. Anyways, Jeez, I hope you raised a bit more money than you did goals. Goodness, I'm feeling like I'm in good form. Okay, then suddenly you start to do that thing where it's like, oh, everyone's got to sub in and out, and everyone's got to have a fair go, and it's blah blah blah. Oh, terrible. Then Wards puts his hand up. He says, "Sub me back in." <laughs> he asks for the sub, right? <laughs> and he wants to go yeah. goal shooter. Mm-hmm. After bombing three from three at the beginning, he puts the GS back on. This is do or die stuff here, right? Everyone else has been knocked out of the tournament, so we've got a crowd now on the sideline. People are watching our team. He has gone, I will take it from here, gang. Right? He plays the entire half. The whole second half as goal shooter. And bombs every <laughs> single shot. Well, was it a windy day or something? <laughs> it was indoors. He's flinging them over the hoop. They're not even touching the rim. He's going from way back trying everyone. 
<laughs> we watched <laughs> the cup just melt like a chocolate coin under the hot sun in front of our eyes as Ollie oh, Wards no. went for the glory <laughs> and potted about zero from nine. We oh, lost no. by one. Oh, <laughs> he just needed one of them. And he just kept losing. And I thought, when have you just bombed it? Under pressure. Just choked. Choked under pressure. Brendan says, getting my HR truck license failed three times. Oh, Brendan Byron said, when I submitted an answer to a question two years ago for the podcast, but when Bron rang, I froze and couldn't tell my story. Oh, Oh, Byron. We've got to get your story back, bro. Call us for mailbag next week. Callum said, in my year 11 practical drama exam, I completely forgot the first line of my part in the play. Yeah, it's not. you're not going to get oh, marked well when your God. first line of the play is, line! <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the cake today, Matt O'Kine, we're very excited to be chatting to listener David, who joins us from Perth right now. G'day, David. G'day, g'day. How's, how's everyone going? Oh, David, look, we're good, but we're still feeling a little bit for you, mate, after uh, hearing your story, after you messaged us on uh, at matt.n.alex, because I was just talking about, you know, choking in a little charity netball match that no one's really watching. Um, But you, you had your choke happen on live TV. Yeah. Yeah, look, I'm still not sure what the viewership of uh, Mastermind OSPS is, but... I did. I did make the mistake of telling all my friends to watch it, thinking they'd uh, judge me kindly, mm. which was a mistake. <laughs> so you didn't go that well. And um, David, we've actually got evidence of that. We've tracked down your episode of Mastermind, so we might play a few sections <laughs> of it and <laughs> and see how we go. First, first things first. Like you get there, you get it. Ask the first question. Um, how do you think you handled it? Uh, oh, poorly. Yeah. Okay, well, let's have a listen. That's question number one for David. In the classic Australian film, The Castle, the Kerrigan family own a holiday house in which small Victorian town? Essendon. Bonnie Doon. Oh, <laughs> David. Well, you were quick and confident. It was just wrong. David, I don't mind that. Well, I, do they live in Essendon? Is that why you said that? Uh, I remember reading an article uh, because the house was uh, on the border of Essendon mm. Airport. Uh, if mm. I recall. Ah, so you went straight to Essen. Never mind the 50 times I've seen the movie or the, <laughs> oh the fact my it's gosh. Uh, an icon of Australian cinema, yeah. Or the song, we're going to Bonnie Doon. <laughs> <laughs> All, right, All right, so that's no good. Uh, but, you know, you've got time to come back. An Australian idiom meaning to behave in a childish or ill-tempered manner is spit the watch. Chip. Spit the dummy. Oh! Oh, no! <laughs> I know what Spit you mean, a though. Chip. Spitting chips. Oh, he was spitting chips. Uh, absolutely, I was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we came to spit the... Oh, no. And oh. I bet you think about that all the time. Whenever you hear spit the dummy, I bet you... It wasn't live, I'm sure. You, it went out while you were at home. Can you tell us what the kind of text you were getting from your mates? Yeah, so, so yeah, you'd think uh, people would be congratulating you on handling the pressure and... <laughs> And doing well, but yeah, probably about 20 texts of uh, spit the chip, WTF. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> dear, oh, oh dear. Yeah. So no no big major prize for you at the end there, David? Uh, no. So, uh, besides embarrassment and uh, ha- having people remind me of that uh, periodically, no. 
Okay, well, oh, it's all right. Well. We, we understand what it's like, David. So thank you very much for joining us. And look, best of luck next time you make it onto Mastermind. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Well, I'm in trouble again. <laughs> oh, no. Didn't get your uh, tax return in on time. What happened? Oh, no. I mean, you know, Belinda isn't stoked with me. Uh-oh. I should shout out to Belinda as well. She listens to the podcast quite regularly. So, Shout out to um, Belinda. Love you, sweetie. Anyways, <laughs> just in advance, <laughs> just just in case. Um, but I am in a little bit of trouble. What have you done this time, mate? It's just a little bit in, in that, you know, we went to a wedding recently, very good friends of ours, like really quite close friends of ours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you know, it, the wedding had a gift, not a registry, but the donation thing. A wishing well. That's right. My first interaction of that is my cousin was getting married to someone in Melbourne and like we lived in Warnable. I would have been, oh God, eight. And we get a little poem. It's like, oh, but if you think it's swell, maybe my, why not donate to our wishing well or something? My dad cracked it. Wishing well? Wishing well? What on earth is a wishing well? Where are the wishing well? What are they trying to do? <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's an inch. I mean, like, I think that it's probably the best way to go. Right. You know, I'd prefer money well spent than another toaster that goes sure. in the oven. I mean, in, in, in the cupboard. <laughs> okay. Right. Better place for it. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, I've been to so many weddings that, yeah, the, the topic always comes up, though, how much do you put in the, the well? That's the thing, because with a present, you can sort of get away with, it could have been a cheap present, it could have been expensive, we, it, you'll never know, as long as you take the price tag off. Well, that's it. And I mean, maybe we should talk to someone who's just had a, I'll tell you how much I put in to this wishing well in a second, but Bron, you've just had a wedding. Yes. And did you do the wishing well? We, there was one there, but we didn't tell people that it was there. We didn't put a poem or anything, but we had one for people. If they wished to give us a present, it mm. was there. And did I mean, did you say like no presents or did you even talk about presents at all? No, we didn't talk about presents at all. But okay. it, I would say it is expected. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. So every wedding I've been to that I believe people is like, no, no, we just want you to do that. No, you're telling me couples are like, nah, and you're you're taking down names of the people who didn't do that. Well, well literally we have a list of <laughs> people that gave us presents and how much. Whoa. Wow. So you actually do keep like you've you've got you've got a receipt. You've got records. I, this isn't uncommon, especially I will say in European households, this is a known thing. There, it's it's happened across decades. I will guarantee. Wow. Okay. So, Bron, how much, on average, would someone give you? Yeah. How much would you expect? Honestly, I, I had no idea what I would expect. I'd say the average of what we got, very very generous. Um, I think like a hundred per person was like the average. Okay. Yeah. Which is very very lovely. Mm. That's what I would. That's what I would sort of ex- expect as well. And I think any more than that is like quite very generous. Any lower than that, I is fine. But- <laughs> oh, righto, oh, no. righto. That hesitation. Fine. Well, it's funny you say that because you know sometimes in my in my younger years when when money wasn't 
very available. I would sort of, I'd sort of do the 150 kind of thing between two people, right? 75 each. Yeah, you know, this is pre-inflation back in the back anyways, in the day as well. That's not too bad at all. This time, this Bell was talking to me. She's like, "So, how much did you put? Um, how much money did you give our friends for the wedding?" And I was like, "Oh, hundred dollars." And she's like, "For both of us?" <laughs> and I was like. And she's like, what are you think? That's not enough. You can't give just a hundred. These are some of our best friends. You can't just give them a hundred dollars. And you'll be drinking more. If I know Matt O'Kine, you're drinking more than 50 bucks, mate. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I was like, I was like, yeah, but I, I like emceed it. Oh, <laughs> right, right, so, right, 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 right. I was right. like, I kind of like. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yep. You know? And then, and then she's like. Talent she's like, that doesn't matter. Yep. She's like, that doesn't matter. You can't, you did that because they're your friends and you did something nice for them. You didn't bill them, dock their wedding pay. And I was like, oh, but I, you know, I kind of felt like that was enough. Well, did they ask you in a way, it's like, hey, could you do us a massive favour, like, you know, that kind of thing and MC the wedding? Well, I mean, you know, they 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 asked, and I was delighted to. I absolutely loved the opportunity to. Because I DJ'd a wedding of friends recently. I actually do that, and DJ's like, "We're happy to pay you for that." I'm like, and I said, "No, just count it as the wedding present." Oh, well, there you go. Mm. Okay, so Bron, how do you feel about this? Did you have anyone working at your <laughs> wedding? We we paid everyone we had working there. And so, oh. but to the people that you paid, did then they then give you a present? No, we didn't know them. Oh, oh, you yeah. didn't know any <laughs> no, of those no, no, people. No, no. <laughs> well, okay. We didn't have any friends working there. Because mm. now I'm like, oh, should I be giving a call to my friends and being like, oi, I owe you a hunji? <laughs> you know? Or now that I've spoken to Bron, maybe I should be calling up saying, oi, I, I owe you an invoice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went to a wedding in America. Card, no money. Because I thought, you know, the cost of getting there covers. Oh, that's covers it, isn't the, it? Covers the present, thousands of dollars on flights and accommodation and <laughs> Ubers and things like that. Like that covers it. They they were like, you should have just zoomed in and uh, <laughs> we were better better take the cash, deposited the money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your presence can't buy us a honeymoon. <laughs> I smell toast. It is time once again to light the wick on the brain dynamite. Matt O'Kine is giving us another mind alone. Yeah, and this one comes down to uh, all of the Trivial Pursuit fans out there who might be loving that little blue wedge. What's the blue wedge? It's. I think it's geography, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, I haven't played for a while. Anyways, look. I think, this is it purple entertainment? Yeah, I think orange is sport, brown is literature, and I tell you what, you want a brand new version of the Trivial Pursuit if you're hitting that literature one, because some of it is like... (laughs) Tell you what, (laughs) hope you love your Dostoevsky if you're uh, (laughs) you're answering a few of those 1980s (laughs) ones, gosh. 
Isn't it bad when you're like, should we be shooting? You go, yeah, for sure. They bring out that old green box and you're like, no, nah, <laughs> yeah. put it away. Like, Uh-oh. <laughs> um, okay, geography. And in the same way that, you know, you, there's just still so much to learn. Mm-hmm. You've been around for a long time and I'm still bamboozled all the time. I mean, Sophia listens to a little group called Beano and Fino on her you know, selected music player. And, uh, and they have a song that just lists all the African countries. And I still, even wow. being half African, I, I'm like, really? Is that a country? <laughs> where is that? And then like, yeah, I'm looking at places going, oh my God, is that where that is? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So it happened to me the other night when I watched uh, England play Pakistan in the 2020 World Cup. Congratulations to England for yep. taking it out. Commiserations to Pakistan for losing out. Great game. They got very close. Unfortunately, no cigar. Now, um, I just thought, oh, I'll just have a little bit of a, just a little squeeze at Pakistan. Just refresh my memory exactly. And I understand it's on the border of India. Yep. You know, that there is a tight rivalry between them that really it comes down to kind of, what is it? World War II, British borderings that create right. fights and rivalries and blah, 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 and wars and all that sort of stuff. That's my understanding of it. But then I don't think I realized how big it was, right? Because landmass, not that big. Oh, it's a big boy. But population-wise, fifth biggest country in the world. By population. Yes. I couldn't believe it, right? So 225.2 million people, right? And you, I just didn't realize that that was the uh, ranking. So it goes China number one, 1. 1.4 billion. India number two, 1.38 billion. Mm-hmm. United States, three. 331 million, so that's a big step down. God, there's a drop-off to, to the States, <laughs> isn't there? Just the lazy billion. More than a billion difference between second and third place. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's so wild. Then Indonesia, 273 million. And then Pakistan, number five, right? Right. Here's what blew my mind, though. After Pakistan, it goes Brazil, then Nigeria. Then, coming in number eight, Bangladesh. Not bad from Bangladesh. 164 million people. Bangladesh. Has more people than Russia. Not bad. That just blew my mind. I know that it's a very uh, simple thing, but when I realised it, and, th- and then when you yeah, look well, at how many people, some, you know, we live in Australia. We have a very Western-centric, you know, information feed. So to, to look look at these things and see what these countries are doing, it's very impressive. Absolutely. Mind blown. Oh! So there you have it. Just a little mind-blowing fact about uh, about populations to round out the top 10. So it goes China, India, United States, Indonesia, Pakistan, Brazil, Nigeria, Bangladesh, Russia, and then rounding out the top 10, coming in at 10. I realise Nigeria was up there. Yeah, 206 million people. Incredible stuff. We also like getting your mind blown. Send them through, matt.and.alex. Uh, record yourself a little voice memo. Get your voice on the pod. Always good. This week's mind blown comes to you from Sam. Hey, fellas, guarantee that this is a mind-blowing fact. Genghis Khan and his army killed about 40 million people, which was 10% of the world's population at the time. Crazy. Well, speaking of big populations, goodness gracious, Genghis. Settle down, mate. Settle down. (laughs) Get out of it. 10% 10 of the population. 10% of the population. What was the old... Blue bubonic plague did did about a third of Europe or something. That's some serious numbers, hey. When you're getting up in plague territory, that's that's too much death. Ten percent of the popular. I tell you what, who's laughing there? Bloody funeral homes, <laughs> hey? Absolutely licking their lips when Genghis comes to town. 
Too soon? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's, it's the perfect time to end this podcast. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's been very nice hanging out. Um, thank you very much to producer Bron for giving us her insights on weddings. And in fact, before we do leave you today. What are we doing All here? this what? chat about Bron's wedding set off a little, little bell in my mind. And I went, what? hang on a second. I'm pretty sure I whipped out the phone and started recording a little message from Bron at the wedding that I actually never actually played on the pod. To leave you today, I thought we'd uh, leave you with a bit of live action from producer Bron's wedding. So um, enjoy, and we'll catch you tomorrow. All right, Bron, because you didn't do a speech to the crowd, you're going to have to do a speech for all day breakfast at the wedding. Tell us how much you love Steve. I love Steve so oh, much. What? He's number one. He's bae. He's the epitome of bae before anyone else. <laughs> bae. You know, God. number one going strong. Yeah. You know, this is why I didn't do a speech. <laughs> anyone else you'd like to thank? Um, just the, the academy. Um. <laughs> oh, that goes on for another four minutes. But yeah. thank you, Bron. Happy wedding. She's taking the phone off my hands. And, and Emily. Emily. I said Emily first. You're not Tom Gilly. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. <laughs>